Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode 95. Today on the podcast, I'm sharing with you a conversation I had recently with none other than Amber De La Garza, the productivity specialist. Amber is the host of Productivity Straight Talk, and she lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know I love going to Las Vegas, yet every single time I go to Las Vegas, Amber is busy and so... Let's put our good magic together and hope that next time I go to Las Vegas, I will have the opportunity to see Amber in person again. It's been a year since I last saw her and I cannot wait to catch up. Before I go off on talking about my friendship with Amber, I want to make sure that you know that we have a full transcript of this episode at techofbusiness.com forward slash 095 so that you don't have to sit there and take notes. I was starting to pull out some of the highlights of this episode and my notes themselves got longer than I wanted. I decided to scrap that and just point you towards the show notes because that's where you're going to get all the juicy nuggets and make sure that you don't miss anything that Amber has to say. Now, let's get into this episode and you are going to be blown away. Amber, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. Thank you for having me. This has been a long time in the making and I'm so excited you invited me. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to bring you onto the podcast to share kind of where technology and outsourcing help with productivity. This is something that people come to me all the time with. They're like, okay, so I want to use this new tool. And my first question is, why? Why do you want to use this tool? And if the answer is so that I can be more productive, I'm like, okay, does Amber have something in her podcast vault that I can send them to? (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. But that's really the true reason why I wanted to bring you on today. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. You know, tech and and the relationship of productivity can be... um, kind of a gray area. And so I'm excited to, to really define like how they meet and, and how do they actually serve each other today. And, you know, I think that a lot of people uh, may just jump to if I get the right program or the right app or the right this or this, like it makes me productive. And so I'm really excited to talk about how it actually does help us be more productive if we use it. <laughs> totally. Because I mean, I think that even myself and probably you, we've implemented technology and it's made us less productive, either short-term or long-term. And so there are a lot of different variables. And sometimes it's even get a piece of tech working and have someone on your team do it or have someone get that on your, get that working and bring it back to you ready to go. So, um, 
I realized that we never really said what your pod podcast is and what you actually are a genius at. So why don't you take a couple of moments to just kind of share that a little bit and uh, I'll come up with the first question that I have been dying to ask you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yes. Thanks for asking. So um, again, my name is Amber De La Garza. I'm the productivity specialist. I specialize in productivity for small business owners. And I do that in many different ways. One of them, like you said, is the podcast. I have a podcast called Productivity Straight Talk. I am also a coach, so I offer group coaching programs, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and I also speak and train and write. So just about any, any method or modality of sharing the message of why productivity is so important for our businesses and our lives, I am there like just sharing, sharing all the good stuff. <laughs> Totally, totally. So when someone says that they want to be more productive and they start looking at what you're offering and say, okay, yes, I want to be more productive. Where do you start with them? Do you start with, okay, what does your day look like? Do you start with what does your tech look like? Do you start with what is your team? Where do you start with that part of the conversation? Well, let's just say I have someone on the on the uh, discovery call and they're like, oh, I, I don't know where to start with you. I'm not quite sure. I make sure that we are on the same page with how we define productivity, uh, because if we don't define it the same way, then I'm not the right person or coach for you to support you. So mm -hmm. the very first place I start is is to define it how I define it. And um, I'll share that with your audience. And if they like it, it'll be my first gift to them. <laughs> but <laughs> um, productivity is simply when we are investing our best time into our best activities. And that's really, really important because you didn't hear me say, an, a, you know, an organized desk or a color-coded calendar or file folders that are, you know, completely alphabetical and organized and every paper has a place. I also didn't mention tech. I didn't, I didn't mention programs. I didn't mention the next, you know, uh, let's see, um, project management program. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's with investing your best time into your best activities. Now, when we say things like, I don't have enough time, there's never enough time to do those important activities like sales, marketing and visibility, getting out there and letting people know what you can do, servicing your clients, then that's when oh yes, you need to be focused on, okay, how can you be more effective and efficient by using tech? How can you be more organized and efficient by, by being organized so that you reclaim that time to now focus and show up your best as the business owner, which is doing the things that actually create revenue for your business. So that's how it's all tied in. And yes, we talk about tech and apps and, and organization, but those are tools used to leverage your time so that you show up your best in your business. Totally, totally, totally. I love that because there is never a good tech tool that costs you time, costs you energy, costs you whatever it might cost you that you that you know is going to stay in your business if it's not giving you that time back, if it's not giving you what you need so that your business is on the flip side of it, doing more and doing better. So when I'm thinking of the, you know, how to get more time out of the day, that's really where structuring your day and structuring how you're using the technology, like 
even simple things like what time is my project management tool going to let me know that things are due? Are they due at two o'clock in the morning? Are they due at seven o'clock in the morning? Are they due at 10 o'clock at night? I'm sure you can speak to why you may want to use one of those or another based on your most productive time and most productive efforts. Yes. So I think it's worth saying my opinion about technology. And I think that when technology is leveraged correctly, it's actually like a silent employee. One that doesn't talk back. It's working for you behind the scenes. There is an investment, but the investment means you're getting a return on that right? And so if you create a or set up a project management program, that when you put in information, it now organizes it and spits it back to you and now becomes kind of like your boss or your executive assistant that's Mm -hmm. like, hey, Amber, at two o'clock and your calendar, the same thing, right? Like you can have your calendar do notifications and say, hey, it's time to transition. You're going on a podcast of tech of business or, hey, this project is due or this task is due. If you have systems with through automation and technology that you trust that are set up, then you actually create bandwidth space in your head to, to really focus on like CEO things, like, like really big, bigger vision, not, not, okay, what's next on the task list. And so that's how I see it very beneficial that if you're looking at setting up the tech, like you want to make sure that it can actually feed back in a way that you trust. And, and also oftentimes they're more organized than you, right? So if we're <laughs> leveraging, let's just say a project management, they're consistent. Like you set it up once, you put in the information correct, they're consistently showing up for you. And that can almost be said almost better than you can count on employees sometimes. So that's why I see tech as a really, really cool thing. Yes. And I do love the idea of outsourcing to your technology. I think that's a really valuable thought process. And because you, just like what you said, if you give this tech tool something and it's outsourced properly, it's going to give you back what you need. Yes. Yeah. So one of the um, pillars that I teach to is how to leverage through people. Okay. So um, my, my method, my, my method is called the stop method and that's how to leverage yourself, your time, organization, and people. And what's interesting is, is that if you are not the tech person, like I'm, I'm serious. Like if you're pulling your hair out, dreading it, pushing that project off, it's never getting done, or you simply don't understand it. That is not a hat that I believe you should be wearing because now you're stealing that time of when you're wearing that hat for time. You could be really doing things that are going to move your business. So when I look at building a dream team, I think it includes not just employees, but independent contractors and such that you're using them for project based. So getting a website up, or maybe you're not a graphic designer and you need new business cards. Like you could do that, but it's probably going to take you three times as long. Mm -hmm. Um, But another big place that I think a lot of business owners need help in is obviously setting up systems. Like either their, their, their brain doesn't think that way, or they're just plain not good at tech, which is totally possible. Um, Then it's a project you're set up and now you get to utilize the benefits of that tech after, you know, somebody I'm sure like yourself (laughs) is like literally serving it up and figuring out, working out the bugs and the kinks and, and what does that all look like? Yeah. It makes really good sense. So what I'm hearing you say is that 
just because you may not be, as a business owner, the most technology savvy person, that doesn't mean you can't still outsource good things to tech. It just means that the project of bringing that tech on is something that you will probably hire an independent contractor, you know, or me or things like that into the business. Yes. And so I'm going to say, and even if you are good at tech, you should think about sourcing it. If that's not your primary way that you make money and serve in your business, for example, I am, I love tech. Okay. So like I'm that person watching videos about entreport or um, <laughs> like the next new website thing or, or, you know, whatever, like that's what I would actually do in my spare time is fun. And I know that's weird. But at the end of the day, I brought in an entreport consultant because at the end of the day, it takes a lot of time, energy, and focus that you, I simply, it's not the best use of my time to grow my business. What I have, because I understand it, is a, an ability to be really clear about what I want the program to do. And so I think that it's also beneficial for people that do get it. If you get it, that's cool. You can actually probably more clearly state what you want the program app or tech to do. But sometimes you just have to get out of the way and let someone that that's their zone of genius to do so that you're um, reclaiming time to do the things that only you can do. So if you don't have a salesperson in your company, you're doing sales, right? Like that's not something you can project-based um, outsource, but you can outsource tech setup and, and that type of thing. Yes. And I say that all the time that, you know, tech is outsourceable. Why not leverage that ability so that you can do something that is in your zone of genius or that there's only something that you can do. I mean, if you as the business owner get fired up getting on Facebook lives, get on more Facebook lives and de dedicate the time that you would have had to spend to set up whatever that system is or whatever that process is to do what drives your business. So I love that you said that. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to like, like, let's look at like real dollars and time, right? So if it's not my zone of genius, let's just say it takes me two times as long as you. So it's going to take me 20 hours and it's going to take you 10 hours. Okay? Right. So my question to me, myself, as the business owner would be, what impact would 20 hours of my time be in my business elsewhere? Yep. And I mean, you can literally lay that over a networking event. Like if you showed up, you go to a conference, whatever your marketing visibility is, or um, 20 hours of sales conversations, could you not like massively get a return on that investment versus 20 hours of tech. Right. That, okay. So we're not just looking at like a trade of like time and money. We're looking at opportunity costs. So that 20 hours that you're spending trying to figure out the tech and the frustration is an opportunity cost of you not being elsewhere in your business that needs you and only you as a small business owner. I totally, I totally agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> and um, we build our businesses to feel good about what we do. And I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know about you. You love tech. But 
you, the listener, if tech is not your thing, then my guess is you're showing up and when you're done, you're frustrated, your mindset's altered. And while maybe you like physically put in 20 hours, did it really take 30 because you're like, I'm done with the day, I'm so frustrated. Um, what energy was depleted from doing something that was not in your zone of genius versus showing up doing the things that like light you up, which may be serving your clients. Yeah, absolutely. And then I like to lay on top of that as well, because I use this in sim very similar analogy. I like to lay on top of that as well, the, the cost of the outsourcing. So if it's something that, I, that I'm estimating is going to take me, you know, is going to cost you $1,000 to do, not only, so that's $1,000 out of your pocket. If it was going to take you 20 hours to accomplish it, you have to then look and say, okay, is 20 hours worth more or is $1,000 worth more? But then I'll, you know, adding back in what Amber said, it's not necessarily just 20 hours. It's the energy. It's the 30 hours that she's talking about here. So all of a sudden, this $1,000 outflow looks on the, on the balance scales against all of these other things that you could be doing in your business that are both positive and negative. And most of the time, the outsourcing opportunity out, far outweighs trying to do it yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's like the conversation about should we outsource, should we not outsource? But I think more of that conversation is, is like, should I even incorporate tech automation, right? That's mm -hmm. where I, I would, I would say is like, do we incorporate automation and what's the return on investment? Well, that is like, how much time is that going to save you or your team? Or another way you can measure it is, let's just say you have a CRM system that is set up and now it's telling you when to follow up with people, whereas by yourself, you were inconsistent at best. But now that you have a system telling you like when to consistently follow up, how many more deals could you close because of the tech? Like that's the value of using these apps, programs, automation, and tech, right? Is that, mm -hmm. is that how does it let you show up your best um, consistently in the business, which again, full circle is being your most productive self. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I just love the way that we've kind of like brought this back to why you want to look at what, how do you spend your time in your business? How are you spending things, your, your energy in your business? And one of the things that I know, and I don't know if this is you as well, but oftentimes the learning side of a new process, a new system, a new tool, we will let that scope creep. We will let that time creep. Instead of stopping work at two o'clock so I can go pick up the kids, because of course driving takes 25 minutes, but that's another story altogether. What, I'm gonna be, okay, I have to stop now, but oh, I'll watch that YouTube video later. And suddenly you dig into your family time or you dig into other times because you're trying to learn something that is not beneficial to that next client process and, you know, and get in that next client, right. you're working on something that's not within your zone of genius and you're not, you're not spending the best time on the best, <laughs> best work. Yeah. So, you know, when I define productivity, um, the doing your best time or, you know, investing your best time into your best activities, those activities for, for me and how I define them for my clients is in four buckets. It doesn't matter your industry. It doesn't matter, um, 
where you're at as a small business owner and small businesses under 50 employees as a small business um your most productive activities are either supervising or being in these four buckets which is bucket number one marketing and visibility bucket number two is sales Bucket number three is servicing your clients. Bucket number four is leadership. So as you're building your business and you're going to be spending more time in leadership because you can eventually obviously outsource servicing your client sales and marketing. But the core of having your business um, profitable will fall under one of those four buckets. Now, where does tech fall into? Tech can help us be better and show up better in one of those four buckets. But when we're learning the tech and we're watching the videos and we're actively trying to put this tech together, that falls under the other bucket. And it is a way of actively procrastinating, but calling ourselves busy, like thinking that we're being productive mm-hmm. as a business owner. If this is not our zone of genius. Now for you, Jamie, that's not true. This would literally land under servicing your clients, right? So an investment in learning something or, or um, is like sharpening your, your, your saw is so that you can serve your client. But for coaches, financial advisors, realtors, um, you name it, marketers, you put whatever name of the business, that's not your zone. And so we can solve in this like hamster, like, oh, but we're busy, but I'm moving the ball forward. Yes, but it's not what your business needs from you the most to make the biggest impact. I really like that. What does your business need the most from you to make the biggest impact? That is beautiful. That is most likely a quote that someone has just read somewhere on social media because it was that good. So I think that that other bucket is a dangerous, dangerous place but it is so, so necessary. It is so necessary for us to not always be on. And if we can be in that other bucket sometimes, I think that makes good sense. Okay, yes, thank you for saying that. So the other bucket is absolutely relevant. Like you need to pay your bills. You need your balance. You know, if you don't have a bookkeeper, you're balancing your checkbook. Like there's really real things. And honestly, like my strategies are for people running real businesses. The truth is, is that when you put your tech hat, you're probably your janitor too. Like, and you're the CEO and you're the marketer and the salesperson. Mm -hmm. And that's when this feels super, super overwhelming. And so in the context of this episode, we're talking, where would that tech fall under? And it's the other bucket. Now you certainly learn it and, 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 you know, some tech, I don't want to any, false statements here. Like I still do tech in my business, but big projects I'm outsourcing. Um, and so the other bucket is a necessity. It can't be at the expense of showing up in your first four buckets. And that's the thing is like it, my model, the, 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 the fifth bucket, the other is important and we need a time and place for that, which is a whole other episode, (laughs) but we're approaching our businesses as we're showing up in that other bucket instead of the first four buckets. That's when businesses, you're not profitable. You're not to take a paycheck. Um, that's when immense frustration comes in. And so that's why I like separating the two. Yes. So, 
Yes. And what I was thinking about just there is that things that you are doing in the other bucket may, especially in the tech when you're doing that, is going to bleed into your being a better leader. It's going to bleed into doing better in your visibility and marketing. It is going to help you service your customers better and it's going to help you close more sales. So there is definitely value there. It's just a matter of one of the reasons why I really wanted to bring you onto the podcast, Amber, was just to help people get the perspective of how can we use our time to the best benefit of our business. And I feel like we're really kind of covering that. Tech is going to definitely help. It doesn't matter what tool it is, if it's the right tool for your business right now. It's and not the shiny object <laughs> that you thought was going to fix a problem. Like, let's just get really, really clear about that. I don't know where you stand on that, Jamie, but I mean, it has got to be like, let's do some work, work like research. Let's be strategic about this. Um, it needs to be the right program for your need, not what your, your business bestie said they're using. And so you just want to jump and now you're jumping ship and adding another tech to your, to your business. We don't add tech because it's a nice, um, garnish (laughs) because it's going to give us fuel. Yes. Okay. You better quote yourself on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to come back. Okay. (laughs) But no, seriously, I feel like we've just really covered the advantages of using tech and outsourcing and making it so that your business just does more. Yeah. I mean, my business is a small business um, and we use quite a bit of tech. I mean, there's, there's a lot behind the scenes that we use and we have some favorites and every once in a while, something new will come on the market. And I'll be honest, I'm not a first adopter. I let it, I let it get tried and I've got to really have a pain point to do a switch, you know, in my business because I do see the opportunity of, um, cost of switching. And so we, we just want to be always cognizant of not switch, switch, switch um, every time something new hits the market. Right. I firmly believe that is absolutely the fastest way to have tech make you go out of business is by doing that constant switching. So yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and another, another um, thing that I like to share too is sometimes um, there's too much tech. And what that means is you have gone on a tech buying like binge, like, like you're just like buying it all because you like this feature and this feature and you didn't take the time to audit what you already had. And, and most likely some of the tech you have has, has the features because maybe they got upgraded or they didn't have that feature when you first bought that. And then what happens is it becomes really heavy. It Mm -hmm. seems really, really complicated. You're paying more in subscriptions than you need to be paying. And so I think that there's a huge benefit in either there's someone on your team or someone you're outsourcing to that's just letting you know, like, hey, did you know this could do this? Or did you know that, um, like, looking at the whole ecosystem of your tech, right, and making sure it's as effective and efficient as possible is really beneficial. And then taking the time to, like, actually read, like, pause and read those emails that come in that says a new feature on a program you already use because that's often gold that means you don't need to do the search of what's this new program out on the market you may already have it at your fingertips you just didn't read that email or see that announcement 
Right. And on the, you know, similar to that is if you get that announcement and you read it and you say, Hey, this means I can throw out this other system because I don't need this other system anymore. That's a really good time to say, okay, we're going to implement this new system, this new tool within the system we're already using and be able to get rid of another tool. I mean, that's a, that's a huge piece of all of this. Nobody needs to have a storeroom, a virtual storeroom full of to- software tools and monthly subscriptions and, and, and yes, our businesses don't need it. Even tech lovers like me who can make it all work together and make it so that it doesn't feel so heavy and so big and so bloated, it still could be so heavy, so big and so bloated. So don't go there. And yeah, are trying to figure out how to streamline that. Obviously, figure out where your pain point is. Are you not productive enough because you haven't used the tools efficiently? Then maybe Amber's got some resources for you. If you're like, I just need a tech audit, come to me. Ask me to help you out with it. This is why we are in business. This is why we have podcasts. This is why we are visible in this medium because we want to help you. Yeah. I mean, it can be a total rabbit hole to go down and figure out what this feature is this and how do they, how are they compatible and do they relate and, you know, all of that stuff. So yeah, if you want to do like an audit, because here, you know what I call, I call it, I've written some articles about it and it's like Frankensteining your tech together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here you, you, you add this one and then a little while later you add another one and then you add another one and, and, and then you're frustrated with it because something's not talking to something or it doesn't work. And really you haven't stopped to take an audit of, okay, and when you do that, <laughs> there's so much benefits. You get your time back, things work better, so that's more efficient. And um, you're probably paying less in subscriptions or, or however you're paying for your tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see a tech audit to be very, very beneficial. I love that. You know what? I think that we have provided the audience so much for them to think about and for them to do. So I would love for you to share where they can connect with you on all of that. And then we'll come back and do the one last curveball question. Oh, no. You didn't tell me about that. Okay. Of course not. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm ready for it. Um, great. So I, you can find everything that I'm up to over at theproductivityspecialist.com. That's my website. Um, and I love hanging out on Instagram, which is Amber underscore De La Garza. And um, you know what? I have some freebies for your audience. So if they want to head on over to theproductivityspecialist.com forward slash tech of business, I'll have a freebie of 10 ways you're screwing your productivity and you may not even know it. So it's kind of like a little audit, like, hmm, am I doing that? But not really meaning to. So 10 ways you're screwing your productivity. It's a free download to do your own little productivity audit of ways in which you can be more productive. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things that I love about this ending with a curveball is not just that it helps us. That makes one of us. Not just that it makes it so that everybody gets to hear your contact info and so they don't shut off early, but because it helps the audience take something and start thinking when they end up, when they end listening to the episode, they're starting to think about something completely different. So Amber, since we've kind of talked about productivity, we've talked about outsourcing, we've talked about technology. I want to know what you have seen is the like number one or number two tech 
strategy that people have been outsourcing lately that you've just kind of been saying, yeah, people have been outsourcing this and it's been giving them their time back? CRM setup. <laughs> oh, that was so, fascinating. I know, right? I was like, that wasn't that big of a curveball. So CRM is Customer Relationship Management Program, and there are so many out on the market. Um, and there are industry-specific ones, depending on your industry, or there are just general ones for small business owners. And, you know, business owners... <laughs> other than my odd self here is like, they don't get excited about like the process of sitting it up, setting it up and what's the drip and how am I going to say this? And like, how do I get all my contacts in there? And you know, there is a setup process to it, but I think that by outsourcing it, the return is exponential, meaning it's literally pouring into your sales bucket and sometimes can be your marketing bucket, right? So like my CRM system allows me to show up regularly with value on a weekly basis, which is marketing and visibility. But it also lets me follow up on leads, cold leads, warm leads, um, and telling me when to follow up with people based on it being set up a certain way. So again, CRMs, I think are where it are, where it's at. If you don't currently have one, your business needs it because we are all in the business of relationships, no matter what we're selling, no matter what service we're providing. And a CRM is going to help you be more organized about it. I love that. And we will definitely link to the episode that I did with Sarah Kapler, all about CRMs as well. So, oh, I love her. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We'll link to that episode in the show notes for sure. And Amber, thank you so, so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today. Thanks for having me. Such a fun conversation with Amber. And as I said at the beginning, there are so many nuggets. We talked about outsourcing your tech. We talked about figuring out how to be productive by using your best time for the best activities. We talked about what tools you can use to make this flow so much easier. Such amazing insight from a true professional. And be sure to head over to her website. The link is directly in your show notes so that you can grab her freebie to make sure that you are being as productive as possible. Now, my one action step for you. If you have been looking at using tech more effectively in your business, let's set up a tech audit. Let's look at the tech that you're using and how it is helping you be more productive. Just go to techofbusiness.com forward slash audit and you'll be able to book your audit right there. And I will be back next week with another solo episode. I cannot wait to share this one with you. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.